talk more today so go for it <laughs> oh okay well hello thank you for joining the uh, after service podcast sponsored by open door community church where joe and i just talk about the service about life and uh, how to follow jesus that's pretty much it yeah that's pretty much it and so uh we're we're here in at the very end of november turning the corner getting closer to thinking about christmas finally now that we're past thanksgiving yeah, I bought a few Christmas gifts. Have you bought any? Um, yeah, taking care. Well, Vanessa bought her own present, um, so that is already done. It's um, she said you just have to wrap it. I'm like, okay. Um, so, hey, 
yeah, I need to figure out how to get her to do that for Valentine's Day, her birthday, and for Mother's Day as oh, well. Oh, wow, that trifecta right there, man. Yeah, <laughs> at, at which point um, the question would be, um, why am I useless? But, um, yeah, we've got Sam's already taken care of. Um, not yet for Marissa. I, I got one for Marissa. Um, yeah, so we're we're kind of on the road uh, as far as that goes. I, I'm, I'm, I almost get sad when I'm done buying Christmas presents because mm. um, it's something really kind of cool about coming across something that you know a person would really appreciate and just mm. being able to go ahead and get it. Um, mm -hmm. you know, um, and when you've purchased everything and then you see something, you're like, yeah, but I, we're done. Um, I don't know, you know, the, it's kind of like you were talking about your, the, um, I can't remember what you called the birthday, but the idea that you, when you, on your birthday, you give stuff to people, I yeah. think, I mean, I, I like getting stuff for Christmas, but you know, it, it's, it's, I, I really enjoy if I did something right, buying presents to see the other person enjoy what they got, uh, I think I think that's a lot of fun. I often just have the I hate the feeling of getting to Christmas and and then feeling like I didn't get them enough. That's it's kind of the opposite of what you're feeling. I just Ooh, I yeah. hate that feeling. Oh, wish I would have done even more which I've had done that sometimes in the past where I, I waited too long and I didn't get enough stuff that I wanted. And anyway, it's my own guilt, I guess. But Well, do you mind if I tell a quick Christmas story? Go for it. Uh, and I, I, I can't remember if I've shared this or not, but um, 2017 was a really tough year. That was uh, six years ago. Um, that was year my, my dad passed. Um, and um, just before Christmas... Uh, was when I had been fired by the city, and I remember the the manner in which they did it was, um, uh, well, just financially put a stranglehold on our family for nine, ten months, something like that, and it was just right before Christmas, and this is you know when Sam still, um, he and Santa had an ongoing relationship, you know. And there were a lot of things that he was interested in um, and that we just couldn't do anything about it. Um, there were a, a lot of presents that Vanessa's work had donated because she worked at a, a residential facility and there had been a lot of toys donated and they couldn't use them all. So they gave us a bunch of them. And so we, that's a lot of what Sam got for Christmas. Um, but that, year he you know he opened his presence and it was just it was his disappointment was really evident and he's just like i just don't understand why he didn't get me anything i asked for and oh. um i was so oh. it's yeah it just it hurt so bad um to to feel like i let down sam and um and to not be able to really explain it in any way that was useful. Um, and, right. uh, but it's still, I mean, it's, 
it's a it's an experience that I appreciate. You know, that was the last time that that Santa was really part of the the thing. So, um, you know, it there was a lot of anger. Oh, time for the dog to come in. To go out. They're oh, sitting okay. there going, no. Oh, okay. So, um, anyway, so I can, I definitely, you know, that feeling of, um, not doing enough, you know, is, is certainly there. Um, especially when the desire to do more is there, but the, the ability to do more. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I had a question for you. It has nothing to do with the sermon, but it was something I was thinking about. Um, is there, um, when you think about your parents, one or one or the other or both, is there um, a song that comes to mind that was kind of a, a, a song that you shared with them or was special to you as a family? Doesn't even have to, doesn't have to be a Christmas song or anything, but... There, there is actually one for my with my dad. Um, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get the name wrong. Stevens, he 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 did kind of folksy, funny songs. Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens, yeah, yeah, like they call it the streak. Yeah, whoop, yeah. He, he did a song about getting a haircut. Okay. That you know, you, you, if you get a haircut, you gotta go home to get a haircut. And I don't know why that just became a, a, a song for dad and I. And uh, I don't know if it just, cause we were, we were coming back from it, from getting a haircut at, at his barber and, and it came on and we just talked about how, yeah, you know, it's hard to get a good haircut, you know? And if you go to the state, the right guy all the time, then you know, you're going to get a good haircut. Anyways, it was just a silly, stupid song that connected me with my dad. I always think of dad with that song. Mom didn't play a whole lot of music. I mean, she she loved music, but there wasn't like a song. And we didn't generally play a lot of music growing up in our house. So that's about it. I, I assume there is for you. Um, yeah, well, uh, I ran across the other day on YouTube, um, Mason Williams' Classical Gas, um, which if you haven't heard it, is just a fantastic, it's from like 66, 68, somewhere there. Um, instrumental, guitar instrumental. Um, and it makes me think of my dad because um, when I was visiting colleges to decide where I wanted to go, he drove me um, through Wyoming, Nebraska, Iowa. You know, we went around the kind of the Midwest looking at colleges. And when we were in Hastings, Nebraska, we went by the record store and bought Mannheim Steamroller and Mason Williams Classical Gas. I don't know why he bought it. Um, but he did, and we listened to that almost nonstop for thousands of miles. Um, mm. It was a whole album, but whenever I hear that song, I think about the two of us driving through, you know, the Midwest and talking. And um, he, uh, we had so many road trips together, just hours and hours and hours, just hanging out and talking. That um, wow, I was, you know, it was a huge blessing, and I think was. Um, uh, when I think about spending time with my kids, it's that dedicated time where you are together long enough that you are, you just settle into talking and you know, there's, there's no tension. There's no expectation. It's just like, well, here we are. What do you want to talk about next? And so that's what that represents to me. 
it's a good memory. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Yeah, have you seen Mannheim Steamroller or Trans Siberian Orchestra or any of those things? No, no. Say again. They just did a ask they just did a concert in Portland. One of these days, Sunday, 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 I think. Anyways. Yeah, never, never gone. I guess I've considered it, but I don't know. Um, it won't match my memory of, you know, the cassette tape in the car. No, nothing will. <laughs> no, no. Well, anyway, that was my question of the day. Okay. Well, we're going to be, uh, we're, I just kind of talked about how, just kind of trace the story of the Bible leading up to the birth of Jesus. You know, I remember uh, talking about, I'm talking about the sermon. Um, mm -hmm. I remember growing up, not really realizing that the, the Bible had a story, that it, there was a, there was a, uh, a narrative that runs through it, that it's, act, that on one hand, there's, it, there's a lot of complexity to it, but it's actually also like a lot of, a lot of good stories. You can trace it pretty straightforward. And so I, you know, in what, about 30 minutes, or actually probably last, probably only 20 minutes of actually tracing the story, I was able to just say, well, it starts here and it moves through to Jesus. And that's kind of halfway through the story. It's kind of the, the climax of the story. And pretty much what we did, talked about God keeps promises. I, I love the fact that, that when you invest the time to read the Bible, how um, the, th the narrative throughput will become evident even when you think there's nothing there um mm. you know the um the the book of ruth um you know you're like well this is an interesting story and then you get to the end and you're like oh well if this didn't happen then this didn't happen then this didn't happen um and you know well it's like reading a book which it is um and all of a sudden there's a chapter with a character you don't know. And like, well, I, why, I, I was really invested in this other character that we were following. I, could we go back to, okay, well, I'll, I'll read about this now. And then you get to the end of that chapter or two chapters later and you go, oh, oh gosh, that's really important. I'm, okay. The author knew what he was doing the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. And I love stories. You know, I think, I actually I grew up and I wasn't a big reader. I didn't. My parents never read to me. I did. I struggled with reading through the fourth grade. But in seventh grade, my brother brought home The Hobbit, mm -hmm. and um, that's the first real book I ever read. And I just loved it. I mean, that's certainly the very first novel I ever read. And so from that point on, I just. I just loved books and I loved stories and I've always enjoyed them. And it wasn't actually, um, actually I wasn't even all the way until, um, seminary where, where they went back and they talked about grammar and they talked about story structure and all of that, that I, that I suddenly started re being able to understand how a story fits together and then being able to, and that this was the point of, of, in part of the class was to apply that to, to the scripture to go, Oh, okay, well, what's the plot? What's the con, what's the setting? What's, what's the conflict? Who's the hero? Who's the anti-hero? All these things. And I started, it just, Oh, it just, I love it. Which is why I like history is, is my major as well. But being able to see that it just, for me, it helped, it helps, helps put our current context in, 
world into context. Um, it makes the Bible make a lot more sense. So I, I just, I love, I love stories. Yeah. And, um, it rewards your curiosity. It's something that uh, I think um, a lot of us could, um, we could improve on. And I, uh, us is, includes me to, um, is we're considering how we spend our time and where our efforts go um, to like, let's invest a little bit of time digging a little deeper uh, in things and um, understand more about the story or how we got here. Hello, puppy. What's up? No, I don't know. What, oh, he wants me to throw his his toy. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. Now I've started it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you know, this this whole learning the Bible thing and understanding the big story of it. It's one of those things that I I know that we we know that it's that, that it's that it's enjoyable and it's fun and it'll help your faith but I don't think people really get how much it really does. It certainly did for me. Is it's so much it's like it's like a mystery that when you start to see it it's like oh wow there's so much here and it's so interesting. And I don't know people love stories and so this is why I, I my hope is that people will see their story themselves in the story and it'll just anyways i just and then i'm trying to say it in a way that's simple and clear and i know there's lots of details and this this coming week's going to be the same problem mm -hmm. there's so much to what we're going to be talking about what happens next in the story but it's I need to say it in a way that's simple enough that people don't get confused. Yeah. Well, did you have any co comments about it? Because I, I had a comment actually about about it last week. Just last uh, week. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. One second. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Threw it outside and locked him outside. There you go. <laughs> The comment was that they did not know that you could see the gospel in Genesis. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember when I first saw that. That's that's a big deal is to realize that, you, yeah, the same themes that we talk about in the New Testament were all right there. And I, it's like it, it, that kind of light bulbs. I just love those light bulbs yeah. going off. I, I find that the let's call it the continuity to be really reassuring um that um for 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 folks who are like i'm not really sure what god's up to um or you know why are the why are all these things happening or why are things allowed to happen um it's uh to to kind of uh, and i can see it in my own life but you can also, because you can see it from beginning to end, literally, in the Bible, that mm -hmm. you're able to kind of go, okay, I, if, I, if I'm patient, there will be this resolution that I'm hoping for. And it may not be my individual circumstance. Um, it may not even be in my lifetime that certain things are resolved, but that it gets there, eventually gets there, and the dog is so annoyed at you right now. 
because there's two of them. One's outside barking and the one's on the inside and is also barking because the one on the outside's barking. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, I know, but I will try to. Be... <clears throat> it's a, it's fun. Both of them are out now. <laughs> now, as long as they don't bark at the cat that's outside. <laughs> distractions oh my goodness yeah <laughs> i don't know i just i i i think i think it's being able to see this the, the picture of the, uh, the to read the bible as a basic story is one of the most helpful things to just put a lot of the other stuff into perspective whether stuff in our lives or stuff just even in the bible if you just ask, well, what's the main problem being happened? Where's, you know, tr trying to understand even, even why does Jesus have to come back? Why did he not do it all at once? Well, because there is a normal structure to how we tell stories where there's a climax where the hero solves the problem. But after that, that's not usually the end of the story. After that, there's what's called a resolution where all of the effects of the of what the the, uh, the the hero did at the climax starts to work itself out, and then you finally have the epilogue. That's normal. We're in the resolutions of the story at this point. That's just the way it works. It's the way yeah. all most stories work. But like, well, of course, of course, it makes sense. Well, so what I if just... what if Jesus did just that was it, one and done, right at that point. Then, um, it's then I think about all the people that didn't have the opportunity. I, I we have this the, the the big grace period, you know. Uh, we you know it's gone on longer than maybe we anticipated, and there's still work to be done. And so, um, we we have the grace, been given the grace, His patience, to get our work done. Um, so, you know, it's a, I don't, it's kind of funny because grace period is something I think about, you know, more like a business thing or a sales thing. Uh, but it's like, yeah, all right, guys. It's opportunity for people to get right with God while it, you know, it's like, okay, I'm king. I'm in charge now. Okay. Now all you who are in rebellion with me, hey, are you, do you want to get on on the board or not? What do you want to do? That's and most people who have ever lived have been have lived since since Jesus came. Almost, a huge percentage of all human beings who have ever existed have all actually even really since like the 1700s, 1800s. Almost all humanity. There's so such a small. We don't, we forget how tiny of a fraction of the number of people who actually lived in ancient times in the world. It's small. Yeah, the, not, the population boom with um, medical advancements, with agricultural revolution, industrial revolution, oh. it's allowed us to, our population to just explode. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you draw it, it goes like this, and then doof, straight up. Yeah. Since about, but interestingly, and I don't know what to think about that, maybe this might mean nothing, but we're just we're just talking is like it's interesting in the in the last 
couple of decades, it's starting to actually slow down. Kind of taper. Yeah, because there's a lot of countries who are actually going to go backwards in terms of population. Most countries in the world, there's only a couple of them that are not, which is interesting because people aren't having kids anymore, which is a whole nother discussion. But yeah, oh, I know because I'm like, uh, yeah, trying not to lean into that question because um, that's that's not my area of study. Even but, if it's just because economically difficult or people just don't want to get married anymore or whatever it is yeah yeah there's there's been a massive decline it, demographics are a, is a fascinating subject um but you know if not that this is an argument for why jesus is going to come back but it is interesting if that's that's the narrative if that's the reason why is that he's delayed so that humanity had the bulk of humanity has an opportunity to come to to, to, to be in a right relationship with him. If that's why he's delaying and he's close, then, well, he doesn't need more people born. So people are going to stop or stop being born. It's done. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's <laughs> a good argument, but it isn't like, huh, maybe there's a lot of reasons to believe that Jesus is coming back soon. You know, I, I tend not to like look for reasons, but I tend to think of, um, why, why or why not? I look forward to it, um, hmm. and I think, uh, well, I do look forward to it. But the the why I look forward to it is probably because the just the the turmoil, the anxiety, the the, the dogs. Um, <laughs> the, you still can hear them. Yeah, yeah, but um, the the. Uh, just the longing for peace that I know mm. that it ultimately brings and the, and the worry that I have for my family and for the people I care for the world in general, that, that, uh, the, a person gets to rest when Christ is here, you know? Well, you know, in, next week, we're going to be talking about a little bit of an outline of what's going to happen from here going forward. Um, just basic outline. And then um, two weeks from now, we're going to talk about what is it going to be so good, which is what, you know, what you love to focus on, which is great. Um, it's, it's more of what we do need to be focusing on rather than a timeline. Um, but yeah, people, people really spend a lot of time trying to figure out the order of things and is he closed or not? And it's like, um, that's a whole topic. We can talk about that next week. Why do you, why do you think people spend so much time trying to figure out the order of events? Is it you know, where they have the paper in one hand and a Bible in another, and they try to figure it out? But that's what we're going to be talking about next week. I'm I'm very interested in that topic because I know because it's something that I'm not I I'm not interested in generally. You know what I mean. It's not something that I find myself focusing on. However, I do see how that applies to other things in my life. It does. You know, Which where... Which at. Why do you think it applies? How does it apply to other things in your life? No, I mean... How does it apply? That fixation, that desire to have the most complete understanding possible, it is... 
and we'll, obviously we'll talk about it more, but um, there, you know, hey, uh, like basketball or something like that. Oh, I, I really need to understand how all this information leads to this and how can I project what it's going to look like at this point in time if the following things fall into place. And so, okay, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it more next week, but I think a lot of it is having no control and thinking that if I have more information, that gives me some modicum of control. Wow, that probably is true. Which is all just a lie. Oh, I know. And I'll explain more about, I'll give you my analogy next week. And it will be, I hope it's interesting for people, but it's a recent experience that I've had that was all this effort and preparation leading to uh, not, you know, like. Um, Sounds common. Huh? Sounds very common. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's, very yeah, for all of us. Um, well, we're going to have to get back to on this topic next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. All right. Thanks for joining us. Hey, uh, see you guys Sunday or next week. Take care. Take care, guys.